This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknoters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning Five here on Friday, November 1st, 2019. I am Dave Biddle, very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Jay Book, the beat goes on for Ohio State on the recruiting front. Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, becomes the sixth commitment in the Buckeyes 2021 class, the guys that are currently juniors in high school right now. Um, Buckeyes have the number four class in the country so far for the 2021 class. They're also number four in the country in the 2020 class. Um, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr., for those who don't know, the number eight wide receiver in the country, number 54 overall player in the country in the 2021 class, young man out of Philadelphia, obviously the son of the great Marvin Harrison. Uh, Jay Book, when you uh, heard this news, what was your reaction? I was, I was pumped up. I mean, just getting uh, this type of talent early on in the game is truly outstanding. Uh, once again, Heartline is blazing the recruiting trail. He's going to have another outstanding year if things continue this way because he still has a lot of other high-end wide receivers that he's on uh, pretty heavy for the 2021 class. And just getting Marvin Harrison in the fold, a major talent, pulling him away from Penn State. And the thing that you really have to like is he he did his southern tour of the SEC schools, LSU, and right after that he, he just, you know, committed to Ohio State. So you have to feel darn good about that. And the one thing that I really like about um, the news was you saw the uh, the guys that are in the class ahead of him with Julian Fleming and, and Gee Scott and some of the, the wide receiver parents congratulating Marvin and telling him welcome to the family. So just seeing that brotherly love from some of the other guys, including Michael Thomas with the New Orleans Saints, just walking him in the fold just shows you the type of brotherhood that Zone 6 and the Ohio State family has for their up-and-coming recruits. Well, the parents just want to be able to hang out with Marvin Harrison Sr. I mean, that's what that's, that's what that is. No, I'm kidding. No, the camaraderie is great. I mean, the camaraderie on the team this year is great. The guys, there's not clicks. I mean, they're just all together. And you see that with the parents, too. I mean, Ohio State if they don't have the best parents association, they were the first ones to do it. Nick Mangold's dad started it, uh, Vern Mangold, and then Jay Richardson's mom took it from there and just took the torch and just took off with it. She, uh, um, and then I believe Jonathan Cooper's mom now is the head of it. And they just, the parents association, association of Ohio State is so tight and it's a huge recruiting tool. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm also glad you brought up Brian Hartline. I mean, he just continues to knock it out of the park. I want you to talk more about Hartline's wide receiver recruiting, both 2020 class. Well, he's you know he's killed it there, and he's killed it in 2021 now. And how well Ohio State's doing recruiting the state of Pennsylvania. They get Julian Fleming, number one wide receiver in the country in the 2020 class, coming to Ohio State. Now two guys from the state of Pennsylvania, Kyle McCord, number two pro style quarterback in the country, and now Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean they're they're doing so good in the Keystone State. Yeah, it's it's 
it's a, a double whammy. Not only are you getting two two major talents, actually three major talents through the last two class, but you're also delivering a significant blow to Penn State. So that's a double whammy there going into their backyard and, and getting some of these high-end recruits. And just Brian Hartline, the guy is a natural. I mean, the, the kids gravitate to him. If you see uh, Guy Scott Sr., um, on Twitter, he's very outspoken about how he cannot wait until his son uh, enrolls at Ohio State and uh, is coached up by Brian Hartline. So when you see parents just absolutely gushing about him, uh, and, and it just trickles down the line because he ha- he he carries a certain cachet about himself being in the NFL. But not only that is. He can relate to these recruits being uh, so close in age to them. They they know Heartline. I mean, a lot of these kids play with Heartline on Madden, so they know who he is. And and the thing about it is, is he brings a professional element to his teaching because he's played at such a high level. And, and you see what what Ohio State uh, kids are doing in the NFL. Look at Terry McLaurin. A lot of people didn't know that Terry McLaurin was that good, and he showed up already as a rookie, and he's in contention to be an NFL rookie of the year. I mean, if Washington wasn't such a dumpster fire as an organization, uh, Terry McClellan would have a legit shot of being uh, the offensive rookie of the year because he came in under Brian Hartlight's tutelage, and he is excelling. He's running Chris NFL routes. When you have Chad Ochocinco Johnson uh, just gushing about how polished he is as a route runner coming in as a rookie, saying that uh, his development is so far ahead that it's unheard of. That just plays dividends on Brian Hartline. You can sell that on the recruiting front. You can sell that to parents to say, hey, look, at if your kid comes and play at Ohio State, number one, we have a dynamic offense where your kid can put up stats. They will play on the national stage. But most importantly, you come to Ohio State, you will get developed here. I'm not going to promise you that you, you'll make the NFL, but if you keep your head down, you grind, and you listen to what I got to say, then you will have a legitimate shot to play at the next level. And that's something that Brian Hartley can sell, and not a lot of people have that type of street cred in the coaching rankings. One more recruiting topic, then we'll get on into some news about the current team. B. John Robinson, Jay Book, just when we thought there was no chance – you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, B. John Robinson says he's in contact with Ohio State's coaches. He's obviously cooled on Texas. He's not decommitted, but just from his comments, it's clear he it's clear he's cooled. Now, a lot of people say even if he decommits from Texas, um, he's just going to go to USC or he's going to go you know, maybe to LSU or somewhere else. But the Buckeyes are in the discussion. Just do you feel like not that they have a chance, zero point zero zero one percent chance. Do you feel like the Buckeyes have a legit chance of getting B. John Robinson in this class? I think they they have a, a puncher's chance. I mean, anytime a kid is listening to your recruiting pitch and he's taking phone calls this late in the process, tells me that he is definitely interested. And I truly 100% believe if it was up to Bijan, he would be a Buckeye right now. I mean, if you look at Texas, it's a complete dumpster fire. Uh, just travel over to the Texas 24-7 boards. Their fans are disgusted with their running game. They are fed up with Tom Herman. They, a lot of people are calling for him to be fired. Um, you're starting to see a mass exodus of recruits. They lost three, four stars this past week alone. And if you venture over there to the 24-7 board, they think there's going to be even more decommits coming. And if you look at their on-the-play field, uh, there's a there's a potential chance that they could 
drop a couple more games. And if that happens, then uh, it's going to be a roaring dumpster fire down there in Austin. And you have to look at, you know, B. John, he openly admitted this week with the Blair Angelo uh, article on 24-7 that he is listening to Ohio State commit Lathan Ransom, uh, who's putting the bug in his ear to tell them that Ohio State is the place to be. I mean, if you're engaged to someone and and someone and your your fiance comes out and says that, hey, I'm listening to uh, other people's pitch about why I should, uh, you know, move on and date this other guy. That, I mean, that's a major red flag in my book. So if the kid is out here saying that he's in contact with Ohio State and and he's listening to pitches that Ohio State is the place to be, then that has to be a major, major concern uh, on the part of Texas. But I know a lot of people have thrown USC out there. If you're going to go from one dumpster fire, why would you go to another one at USC where Clay Helton could be canned at any moment? What Ohio State brings to the table compared to Texas and USC, it doesn't even compare, uh, especially if I – and I put it on Twitter, if I'm Ohio State, I'm – I'm going next level with my recruiting pitch with the NCAA now uh, allowing kids to profit off their likeness. If this kid goes to Ohio State and he gets fed like J.K. Dobbins and he puts up the, the numbers like his talent indicates that he would in this Ohio State offense, this kid could absolutely cash in at Ohio State. If you, if I'm here, if I'm Ohio State, I'm selling that angle to them and telling his parents like, hey, I understand that. Uh, distance is an issue with you, but at the end of the day, this is a business decision, and the smart money is you go to Ohio State, and, and there's going to be ample opportunity for the family to come out there and potentially be compensated for for their kid playing at Ohio State under his likeness because being on the national stage with the Buckeyes will have you in the limelight. No doubt about it. As Ryan Day said himself earlier this week, top running backs across the country would be, quote, foolish to not take a close look at Ohio State. Yeah, Dave, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you mentioned that. Do you think that was kind of a, a, a cryptic, you know, little message out there to B. John or some of those other high-end running backs? Because all of a sudden you saw, as Ryan Day threw that out there, you saw uh, Tony Alford coming out on social media yesterday throwing out several posts saying, uh, why you should come in and be part of running back you and stuff. You think that was all calculated here? Because I find it very, uh, very coincidental that uh, as soon as he threw that out there, you start hearing a lot of chatter about uh, B. John still being in contact with Ohio State. Well, it's interesting because I asked the question. I, I asked the question. It was kind of like positive and negative question rolled into one because it was just like the lineage of running backs here, you know, going even before Ryan Day got here. When you look at Archie, everyone from Archie to Zeke, everybody in between, Eddie, you know, Tim Spencer, Keith Byers, we could go on and on. So I was asking him about that. And I said, you know, even last year, you know, you're, you're running the offense last year. You guys are shattering school passing records. You're shattering Big Ten passing records, even during that season. When everybody's like, oh, it's just a pass first offense. What happens? J.K. Dobbins, over 1,000 rushing yards. Mike Weber, almost over 1,000 rushing yards. And then this year, what J.K. Dobbins is doing, um, and Master Teague, J.K. Dobbins' first career now is fourth all-time, behind only Archie Griffin, Ezekiel Elliott, and Eddie George. And I asked him, I said, yeah, you know, after that big setup, you know, just to kind of – 
that would be my pitch to running backs right there as I'm talking to Ryan Day. You know, all, all of this stuff that's going on. And then I asked him, are you surprised running back recruiting is not where you want it? And are you confident you guys will finish strong? And he lit up. And, and he gave that answer that, that, that you mentioned. And, yeah, yeah, to answer your question, I do think that was a message to running backs. Do I think it was calculated before that? No, because he had no way of knowing I was going to ask that question. But I think maybe that's not what you're asking me. But I think definitely Tony Alford and all of them after that were like, let's just jump on this. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm hearing your question right, but yeah, I don't think it was calculated on Ryan Day's part necessarily. But well, as far as like, I think, I think you served. I think it I think was you, a message, though. I think, I yeah. think it was a message to Bijan and those guys, as you mentioned. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think I, as you mentioned, he lit up, and I think he he was hoping, probably hoping that somebody would ask that question so that he could really throw it out there because you know you 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 toss that one out there to him and boom, you know. Hours later, you have B. John saying he had been exchanging text messages with Ryan Day uh, on Tuesday, and then he's been in constant contact with them. So, to me, if I if I'm throwing that out there with some with so much bravado as Ryan Day did, you have to feel good about where you stand with someone, um, or you're just out here just doing a heck of a sales job. No doubt about it. Uh, speaking of the Ryan Day, who I just could not be more impressed with across the board, uh, he did not have his normal Thursday press briefing yesterday with the local media that he does after his, usually, usually after his radio show, but he did have his radio show. So let's go through some of the quick highlights. There's nothing big. You know, he's not talking about injuries, and overall he feels like everybody's doing well. So that's actually no news. It's good news there. And we haven't heard anything on the injury front that should alarm any Buckeye fan, so that's good. Uh, the week off's coming at a good time. Guys are banged up, but they're, you know, they're getting a, a, an extra week to heal. Uh, a guy I want to talk about that Ryan Day talked about a lot on the show yesterday, Jay Book, is Tommy Togiai. Uh, he continues to come on. I think we were all high on him coming into the season. We all know he's the strongest guy on the team. And he asked, what's he the strongest in? Like, and then the players were like, e- everything. <laughs> you know, it's just funny when they, yeah. when they talk about Tommy Togiai. They're almost like offended that you're asking, who's the strongest guy on the team? They're like, duh, obviously Tommy Togiai. Uh, but it was, it was fun hearing Ryan Day just go on and on about how Tommy Togiai is playing. And he's, by the way, everybody, he's talking about a backup defensive tackle. Really their third string, though. Nose guard, which is unfair to say he's a third string nose guard, but they're playing Devon Hamilton, Robert Landers, Tommy Togi guy all at that spot. My God, are they stacked there? And, and Tommy Togi is coming on, Jay Book. Yeah, if you watch that Wisconsin game, he played outstanding. During uh, probably the third quarter of that game, I had tweeted out in the middle of that game that uh, Big Tom was kicking the absolute dog crap out of Wisconsin center. Like, he was blowing this guy back off the football and once you if you can have a guy in the middle like that that is that disruptive that brute strong that when he fires off the football he's blowing offensive alignments back it really throws off uh what the running backs and the quarterbacks are trying to do when you start getting that type of pressure up front i mean he's an absolute man child the guy that i would compare him to is haloti nada he just has that type of game in the middle to where he can he can be an absolute force. He's not going to get all the the stats as far as the the uh, sacks and a ton of tackles, but just his presence in there being that disruptive and being that rock solid, it just uh, it's a great luxury to have considering uh, he's playing uh, behind the other guys that are going to be uh, having their names called on on the NFL. But just seeing how talented he is, you have to feel pretty good about his future. Yeah, last thing that I want to touch on here, Jay Book. I mean, another thing that Ryan Day continues to talk about is is just, and I love this. They're, they're not shying away from these high expectations. They're embracing it. And, you know, he's telling his guys, you know, you know, 
this stuff does not come around every year. This stuff doesn't come around, you know, for a lot of people in their lifetimes. Like, just, you know, embrace it and keep working hard, you know, do everything that they're keep, but don't, like, shy away from it. And I love that attitude of, like, you know, just him telling his guys, like, these opportunities do not come around very often. Make sure you embrace it. Yeah, and in this team, they're obviously feeding off that. Um, I've been thoroughly impressed the way this team's attitude has been this year. I said it uh, early on. I felt like the team um, is actually playing to their potential. I always felt um, those last couple years under Urban Meyer, the teams were immensely talented, but they always left a little bit in the tank. I think Ryan Day and his coaching staff is squeezing every ounce of juice that they can out of this team. And if you listen to uh, the players talk, they feel that they can even get they can get even better. I mean, Justin Fields post game Wisconsin said that if the weather wasn't bad, they were going to drop fifty on Wisconsin. And a lot of people will say, "Well, that's a cocky statement." And but no, to them, that's a, in their mind, that's a fact. They feel like if they had better weather. They to put fifty up on them, and you in the confidence and the swagger, it go it comes from the top all the way down to the bottom. It starts with Ryan Day uh, and his coaching staff, and it goes all the way down to the walk-ons. They feel like uh, when they play their game that they can't be beat, and whenever you have uh, a team that has a killer mentality combined with the talent, that is a dangerous, dangerous recipe. That's why. I said it last week. I want the SEC. Give me Bama. Give me LSU. We want all the smoke, Dave, because if, if, if Ohio State sees any of those SEC teams, they're going to give them all that they can handle. And the SEC boys know it. You, the, the narrative about Ohio State has drastically changed because they see a team that is playing with their hair on fire that is incredibly talented, and they know with that defense that the Buckeyes have, if they can slow down – uh, they they have the ability to slow down any of those SEC teams, but Ohio State has the offense to also get in a shootout, which is a neutralizer. They're the most complete team in college football, but they're also playing as one of the most angry teams in college football. Uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm glad the guys are getting a week off to rest, but the only thing bad about tomorrow is the Buckeyes are not playing football. But, again, it's probably good for the long haul. Great stuff, as always, from Jonah Booker. Really appreciate it, Jay Book. And thanks to all the listeners out there for tuning in to the show. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's try the Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.